People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shred it as a topper. Blog Talk Radio. Radio. It is August 20th, 2014. It's even my mother's birthday, but who gives a fuck? I've thrown her into the gutter because I've got more important things like this radio show slash podcast to do. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I am your host, 
My name is Alexi Wasser. Now, uh, just to quickly explain what Boy Crazy Radio is in a nutshell, well, thank you so much for asking. Uh, First off, Boy Crazy Radio, in a nutshell, is a call-in advice show, all right? For anyone and everyone out there, yes, even you. No, not you. Maybe you. Yes, yes, you. Holy fucking shit. To even more explain more deeply and profoundly who Boy Crazy Radio might be for because it really is for the masses, and by masses I mean teens and tweens and 20-somethings and people going through, like, emotional stuff or whatever. Anyway, is anybody out there sad, lonely, gay, straight, perhaps bisexual, newly single, uh, stuck in a horrible relationship that you're too much of a pussy to get out of because you're just so comfortable and scared that you might not find anybody better, but you also feel like maybe you do love this person if you get out there, whatever, you know what I'm talking about. Are you a cutter, a shit talker, a total high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom just binge eating and picking at your face? Oh, no. Cut the fuck out. I've done that, too. That's horrible. You know what that results in? Scab on your face. And then maybe even pockmarks. They give you character, but they're not sexy. Anyway, are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of what you did at that party last weekend? Oh, no. Are your friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Yeah. Welcome to the real world, okay? It doesn't get better. It only gets worse. And you know what you need to do? You need to learn how to cope with it, and that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio can help you with. Anyways, is the guy or girl you like not responding to all of your text messages that have not been replied to, uh, all of your Facebook posts, do people even still do that, all of your retweets? or Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face, in the form of a podcast masquerading as a legit radio show? Oh, then you guys, and this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is for, all right? So here's the number. This is the number. Here is the number that you should save in your smartphone so you can call me uh, any Wednesday, any Wednesday at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And that number is area code 646-378-0649. Oh, God, I feel good about tonight. I feel really, really good about tonight. Anyway, that song, that song that played us in to the show, uh, to my eventual, eventual hysteria, or the hysteria you're listening to right now, all four of you, uh, the song that played is a song by my upcoming guest, and we'll get to him, okay? How dare you? I just want to get everything laid out, and then we will get to him. The song is called Last Forgiven. It's super peppy and fun, don't you think? I mean, I think I feel really good tonight because that song just played in my face or my ears in my ear holes. Anyway, and the artist's name, is that what you call them? The musician, the dude who wrote the song and performed it? His name is Luke Rathborn. Can I say that right? I'll find out later because he'll be here in a moment. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk to him. He's a beautiful man. I've never met him in real life, I don't think. But uh, he's, he's tall and sinewy, and uh, he's got the cheekbones and voice of an angel. The cheekbones, the bone structure, and the appeal of an angel. Uh, his album is available uh, on iTunes. The album is called Soft. It's available now, and it's on iTunes. And you can go to this cool-sounding website and get it there, too. And that's called I Get Soft. Dot com. I don't know what that's all about, but we're going to get to it. Anyway, uh, let me unmute him in a moment. Uh, God, I, just can't, I can't handle it. I don't even know if I'm ever going to let him on the show, actually. I'm having a meltdown. Um, yeah, the point is, 
646-378-0649. And let me introduce you to the show-stopping guest of the night. Uh, is this Luke? Hello. Luke, did you hear all that? I heard all everything that you said. I heard all of it. See, are you regretting tonight already, or is this okay? No, I felt like it was good. I sort of like I came in and out, and but I listened to the whole thing, and I thought it was I thought it was good. I remember you said something about somebody being beautiful, something like that, and you know it was it was cool. It was chill. I don't think it was chill. I think I'm the opposite of chill. <laughs> well, I mean. It sounded like it was already recorded, like, but, like, maybe, like, 20 minutes ago or something like that. Like, I feel like you may have been listening to it, too. But I don't know, because it seemed like it was written down or something. Like, if you could actually speak like that on command, I would, I would be very impressed. I totally speak like that on command, and I do it every single week, and I change it up a bit, and then I, yeah, whatever. Anyway, so I'm glad you loved it and thought it was fantastic. <laughs> okay, so wait, first things first, uh... For all of the girls who uh, love you, like your music, love your music, think you're super cute, we've got to get some, like, pertinent Boy Crazy Radio information out of the way. Okay? Are you ready? Yeah, okay. For the guys, too. Yeah, for the guys, too. I was totally going to correct myself. Yeah, this is for for heterosexual guys who just think you're neat, uh, gay dudes who want to have sex with you or whatever, and then, you know, everybody else. All right. (laughs) How tall? How, How tall are you? I was just talking about this with my friend. I'm like I'm six feet tall, but I stand at about five seven because I have a crippling hunch. Um, is this so, is this so, a real crippling hunch? So it's like hunch? five is this a real... So it's like five eight. Wait, when you say you have a crippling less. hunch, like is this something I have to tiptoe around, or is this like, or is that no, like, like for like? No, no, you can. It's just like I have bad posture. I know it's what? Not I'm like six a, feet tall. It's not like a metal. It's not like a medical condition. Okay, good. So we can talk about it. This is great. Well, we can talk about it either way. I'm five eleven and a half. I'm, I'm actually. I'm actually. Yeah, I'm. I'm five eleven and a half. But usually I lie and I'll say I'm like five eleven or I'll say I'm five ten. Or when I feel like I'm like five eleven and a half. That's true. I shouldn't say six feet. I think I'm probably five eleven and a half. So I think we're probably well, no, the then, exact same. Where's the exact, well, then, well, then, well, then sometimes I'll do the same thing you do, and I'll be like, I, I know when I'm making like a big point, I'll be like, I'm six feet tall. Like, I'm, I'm like a six feet tall woman or something like that. But then really I'm 5'11 and a half. But I totally fly with right. because because the guys that I date are usually like 5'8 or 5'10 or 5'11. So you sort of stand at their height a little bit? You stand half an inch shorter? I, I I stand half an inch shorter. I slump. I bend a knee. I try to do like any pose I've ever learned on like you don't want to you, you don't <laughs> want to emasculate them. I don't want to emasculate them. And then sometimes I notice that like uh, I got an ex boyfriend of mine. He would never let me look in the mirror with him. Like we we couldn't what? stand next week. Like right every time we pass by. Oh my god! I'm using my ear my the the headpiece thing, and it's like you had a feel crazy. Bizarre. You had a crazy ex-boyfriend. Well, yeah. Like every time we would pass, um, we would pass by a mirror. He wouldn't let me look in the mirror with him next to me because he didn't want me to know how much shorter he was than me. So the whole relationship went by, and like we never really looked. And then I found out he's like maybe like three inches shorter than me. But I just, but I never noticed my head was tilting down so much because like I just like people. <laughs> 
okay, you didn't so notice that. You didn't notice the part of your head that you can't see. You can't see above your eyeballs or what? Yeah, I see what you're saying, kind of. <laughs> you can go so on six, with the, whatever's six, after that. Whatever's that? Okay, so you're six feet tall. What's your astrological sign? And are you single? Virgo. Um, because my birthday is in like four days or whatever. So, um, and I, yeah, I'm 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 always single. You're always single? Yeah. I try to stay single. I try you to keep try it to single. single. What? Wait, how, what was your longest relationship? What was the, my longest? Yeah. You know, like a couple days, a week, a couple <laughs> weeks. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Are, are the girls out there falling in love with Luke uh, as we speak? Because I feel like they are. I think they think you're probably a dreamer. The hunt's the over. you? The hunch over. I'm 26, mm-hmm. and my birthday's coming up, so you know I'm pretty much at that age. Of yeah, 27. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is great. Okay, wait. Should we take the, Should we take our first call of the night? Because are you ready to like to help? Did you me? get a call? Uh, you got a yeah, call. Yeah, we got a call. It's it's probably your oh, friend yeah. in the next room. Okay. Answer okay. the call. It's All right, everybody. Is my friend. Oh, my God. I don't know what area code this is, but uh, area code 318, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And uh, say hi to Luke. Oh, yeah. Am I on the air? You're on the air. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Oh, yeah. My name is Rain, and I hail from (laughs) Bossier City, Louisiana. Um, Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm such a fan battery, Luke, dude. (laughs) Uh, oh my gosh! <laughs> Does not sound like a real person, but thank you so much. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't sound like a real person. I don't oh know. <laughs> oh my gosh! What? Okay, go on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what you were saying? Oh, yeah. What you think? You think somebody put me up to it? Oh my I don't know. God. It, it sort of sounds like somebody from Syphil and Ollie or something like that. But like, I apologize if this is not the case. <laughs> well, um, it sounds yeah. like Chester from Syphil and Ollie. I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's real. Who is this? Go, go ahead. Who is this? <laughs> it's rain, though. Seriously. Yeah. All right. Um. So, yeah, this is advice hour. So, well, my issue is that, you know, I have, like, poor self-esteem, and I think of myself as, like, a total dumpster fire. And, like... <laughs> I love this. Okay. Like, total dumpster fire. And, you know, I, um, you know, put off, you know, I think it's because, because, you know, I think that they would just, like, totally not be into me because because of what I look like and the fact of what I what I um, what I'm interested in is usually not what other people are interested in and usually you know so, social social things are just not me you know right just, you know just uh I just like I'm not I'm, it's, it's hard to like really socialize with people and connect or anything like that yeah it's been really, right. really hard for me. And usually when I do, you know, actually, um, like, talk to people or anything like that, uh, 
<laughs> end up like whenever they like, you know, like, you know, I can tell that they're like playing, but, you know, at the same time, you know, they say something that I did not really like, and then I just go off on them, and then it's like, whew, whew. <laughs> And it's like, you, can't you, know you can't control your temper. Where are you from again? Huh. I'm, f- I'm from Louisiana. Okay. I feel like so, this is, okay, I I'm, feel like this is, sorry, go on. Yeah, you take it, Luke. I apologize. Well, I was just going to say, I'm sorry because I totally thought you were a fake person. But now that I understand that you're a real person, I, I apologize for, um, you know, kind of berating you and doing exactly what you just said your issue was. Um, so, you know, first off. Sorry about that. I'm amazed that you called in. And <laughs> I just want, so how old are you? Um, 20. You're 20. Okay. Yeah. And you just graduated high school or, or that kind no, of thing? I graduated you... in 2013. 2013. Okay. Yeah. So it's been two years and you're hanging out. You know, I don't know. Alexi, you're the host, right? So, like, what do I do now? Do I give like some sort of advice because I was going to preempt this whole advice show where it's like, I'm not usually the guy that people come to for advice. You know what I mean? Like I'm, usually oh, yeah. like control- I'm like complaining about my problems to people all the time. But what I would say in response to that is, you know, you just, what you, you make sure that you have supportive people around you, you know, like if, if you're saying something, and somebody shuts you down or something like that, that's not cool, right? right? Fuck those people. Like, you know, you don't have to you don't have to deal with those people. Find a different group of Louisianians who uh are, you know, cool. Like um I don't know if you're supposed to be sincere in this show or not. because um, I haven't no. I hadn't Hold heard other episodes before. Hold on, let me just jump in really quick. What, like, you just you just said that you don't usually give advice and that you're usually the one that's complaining to your friends and stuff, and then you have to sound sincere. Totally, I am totally sincere. Like, sometimes I do get prank phone callers, or if your friends do call and they're fucking around, like, that's, that, will be what it, that will be what it is. But actually, for the most part, when, when kids call in or people call in, like, it's totally sincere. Like, we can make jokes right. and be silly about it, but, like, we're coming at it from a sincere place. But then also, the cool thing is, since you're not used to giving advice, this is just, like, a bizarre uh, opportunity for you to, like, be somebody's big brother where you're like, oh, whoa, what would I do? Or what right, I see, what you're, I see what you're saying. But you Rain, sounds like a nice, Rain sounds like a nice person, and uh, I don't think you should have to worry too much about it. I mean, I do think that, like, you know, when I was 20, I didn't really have, like, I had just, like, gotten a cell phone or whatever. I mean, like, when I moved to New York City, that's when I got kind of, like, streamlined into the whole thing. And I wouldn't say you're in the minority. I think it's, like, pretty weird for everybody right now because it's, like, what do I do? Do I look at my phone? Do I look at the person I'm talking to? So it's just, like, you know what I mean? Like, you might just be coming into a situation where, like, you're reading too much into it or something like that where it's, like, Everyone seems pretty distracted all the time. It seems more like a big problem all across the the world right now. So it's like, I mean, how much of that, you know, it's like try not to take it too personally, I guess. It's like, it's like uh, you know, maybe these people are dicks, though. So I don't really know 
yeah. the situation. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. Yeah. but it's just like, you know, sometimes if you're sensitive, like there's certain things you might overread into something. And I get it. You're saying like you overreact or something like that. But, uh, you know, that seems natural. Like, you know, people, people, people do overreact. You know, some someone might like that about you eventually, you know, where it's like oh. you you are real, you know, like you don't always do everything perfectly how it how it should be done. So I wouldn't like feel bad about that, you know. Really? I mean, you know, you try to try in. to control it. Well, let me just jump in really quick. Let me just ask you a question really quick. So wait, Rain, just because I got a little bit confused because there's was topsy turvy at the beginning where we weren't sure if you were a prank caller or not. I'm sorry about that. Uh-huh. Like, go ahead. yeah. Say it to me in a nutshell again. What exactly is the issue? Because I got, I'm listening to Luke give you advice, but also I just want to, like, in, in less than, in, like, half a sentence, what's well, the issue your friends, you, you don't feel safe with your friends, and then you get really defensive? Um. Well, I was kind of nervous at first, but when I, I got my bearings now. So basically is that, um, you know, when in social situations, when um, interacting with people that I already um um, you know, new uh, from different time or even new people, um, usually when I'm, like, <clears throat> uh, conversating with them or, you know, them trying to conversate with me. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just do huh? something that's going to change your life. Let me just brain, this is not me being an asshole, but for the rest of your life, never say, like, and this is totally not me being a dick. I'd want somebody to say this to me. It's mm-hmm. not conversating. When you have a conversation with someone, conversating doesn't exist. This word will make people... No wonder people are probably making fun of you behind your back when you say this, and then that's probably why you get defensive because you're vibing the fact oh that they're being dick to you. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Let it let it be said now for the rest of your life. Boy Crazy Radio is where you learn never to say conversating again because this is not cool. This is some, you'd, you'd watch Thanks. like Real Housewives of somewhere uh, at a reunion with Andy Cohen in the middle, and somebody would say conversating, and then he'd like look at the camera, but he, he wouldn't correct her because it would make for it makes for good ratings to have somebody say something fucked up. So just like we've learned now, you're 20 years old, when you have <laughs> yeah. a conversation with someone, when you're, when you're talking to someone, when you have a conversation with someone. Okay, so keep going. In a nutshell, what happens when you have yeah. a conversation with someone? Yeah, usually, you know, when when it comes to like people, just people in general, or even especially. Dudes that just, you know, pretty much want to, like, you know, talk to me or anything like that. They just talk playfully, but at the same time, I take offense at certain things that they might say that seem a bit, like, childish. What's an example, though? Like, (laughs) example is that, you know, they probably um, make, kind of, you know, make fun of, like, how I, you know... You know, I'm probably, you know, just pretty much the way I act in everyday thing, you know, like they'd be stalking, like they'd be stalking, be creeping around or something like that, and they you know, pretty much uh, talk They're about, They're creepy like, guys? <laughs> I don't know, it's those type of guys that'd be like, hey, girl, what's your name? <laughs> you know, type of things like that, you know. It's, it's those... It's those like a southern guy in Louisiana who's like sort of stalking you on the street. <laughs> no, it's just more like in school, area, you know. You know okay, right. They say they, they're hitting on you, and then you do what? And what is your like? Just like yeah, they kind of like, like you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, 
you know, flirt, but, you know, at times I just t- somehow, even though I know that they're trying, you know, do that, I take, you know, offense or jump to conclusions and all types of stuff. I'm quite defensive, and, you know, I know okay. that, you know, I'm, I'm aware of that, uh, that I'm doing that, and that is, like, totally, you know, you know, wrong to be, like, all, you know, overacting, you know, overreactive to that, um, but it's, it's something that I just just can't, um, you know, shake off. Now, okay, is it only with dudes? I know we're taking a really long time with this call, but I just, like, felt like I had to get some kind of understanding of what the hell is going on because I just wanted to understand what the fuck's happening. But, okay, so is it only yep. with dudes? Is it only with um, guys who are hitting on you that you get defensive with? Defensive? Uh, it's with, you know, mostly I think it's mostly with dudes, but it, it it's not only uh, with dudes, it's with anybody, you know. You just get okay. freaked out. You're just yeah. like talking to someone, and then you're like, "I'm freaked out. I don't even know what, where you're, if they're being serious or not. If they're, yeah, if I know, they're, right. they're messing with you or not. Yeah, I know. And, I could, or right, they, right. You know, or get paranoid of if they're gonna use what um, what I say and and whatever I do in front of them against me. You know that type of stuff. You know. You know what? I have a question. So, do you have any brothers or sisters? Um, yeah. Are they mean to you, or or your parents shitty to you, or like anything weird happening at home, or anything that makes you feel like you just don't trust people in general because you've got to like protect yourself immediately? Um, yeah, totally. It's just kind of like you know, just some type of a strange, strange happenings. It's like you know, it's just that thing when you know. Um, in the um, family house, you know, it, there was just, you know, at times arguing and chaos. Well, it, it's been better now, but before, and then it just restarts like it's nothing ever happens and just keeps on going in a cyclical motion, just, you know, just repeat like, like some type here's of cartoon. Okay, well, here's the thing. I think, wait, you still live at home, right? Yeah, I still do. Yeah, yeah I do. Okay. And what do you want to? I'm, I'm going to make a point. I'm sorry, Liz. Is this stepping on your toes? I'm, I'm going to go somewhere. With no. This, I promise. Okay. Okay. So what? What do you want to do with your? What, what do you want to do to to uh, as a job to make a living? As a job, Rain. um, graphic design. Okay. Uh, it's amazing to me. I love the fact that you said cyclical, cyclical, and graphic, and you're a graphic designer, and you said conversation earlier. Okay. Whatever. This is neither here nor there. I'm sorry. That's me being like a shock. Okay. So. That's, that's all well and good now. But no, no, that was just me. Being, you know, but um, all right. So, what do you need? Are you? Do you have a job right now where you're saving money? And do you have like a day job right now? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my life together. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Because I think you need to get a job, save your money, move out of your parents' house because it seems like it's kind of hostile and crazy and going off, going in circles where it just makes you feel like you're on edge. This is me just like making assumptions, but based on you saying like it's kind of like a hectic environment over there. Like, I mean, if, if anybody's ever been brought up in a hectic environment where you don't even feel safe in the place you're supposed to feel cozy in your bedroom or whatever, and it's kind of, you know, that's how do you expect to act with, with strangers? Like, why would you trust a stranger? You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's yeah. why girls with daddy issues take it all out on their boyfriends because why should they trust their new boyfriend in their life when their own father was a fucking asshole to them? You know what I mean? So I'm just, 
I'm just making a lot of assumptions right now. I'm trying to get to the bottom of it really quick because we're on some weird, bizarre podcast in the vortex of the Internet called Boy Crazy Radio. But the thing is, you need to get a day job, save your money, move out of your place, focus on being a graphic designer, going to school for that, go see a therapist, somebody you trust who does not try to have sex with you, uh, and then and then also realize that maybe sometimes when you do feel a little bit defensive uh, around someone, that might be right on because everybody has this thing called intuition inside their, in their gut, like that, and people don't listen to it enough. So maybe that's just a little voice inside you going, "Oh fuck, I know this person's a dick." But instead of you acting out and being like, like letting them know that they've gotten to you, just keep it to yourself and ignore them. And and uh, I said, "What's that? What's in the background there?" I think that was me walking by somebody's open window. Oh god! I thought that was like I thought that was like your dad strangling a I thought that was Rainy's dad like killing a baby, and I'm like, Rain, you got to get off that house. <laughs> um, okay, so you got okay. Saving your money, go get a job at Starbucks or someplace. Oh my god, I'm so clearly white and have no problems with something in my life. I'm telling you, to get a job at Starbucks. Like that's the only answer in society. Okay, sorry, but so go get a job wherever it may be. Save up your money, move the fuck out of your house. Become a graphic designer. Uh, trust your gut when you feel like somebody's being a dick, but don't let them see that they've rattled you. So don't verbally go like, what, what does that mean? Or get weird. Also, yeah. yeah, you're smart to try to keep guys' dicks from, you know, entering your vagina left and right. I'm sure you're a hot <laughs> babe. I'm sure you are. And I'm sure dudes want to fuck you left and right and do weird stuff. So, yeah, keep them out of there. Like, and I, I, don't, I don't blame you. It's bizarre out there. Like, just because we're walking around the street, some dude can be like, hey, it's weird. And you're like, yeah, it's so fucking kids. weird. Yeah, and I was going to say, too, you know, you don't need to have low self-esteem. That was, like, literally how you introduce yourself, you know, to just take a little bit of pride in yourself, you know. And if you have low self-esteem, it's like, you're not alone. I've got low self-esteem. I'm sure that fucking Alexi has low self-esteem. Everybody's pretty much got low self-esteem. Everybody's pretty much got low self-esteem, so you're not alone there. And it's like, sometimes the low self-esteem can can help you do the thing that you want to do, you know? As long as you don't go into despair, you know? So just keep keep going. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, uh, Luke writes songs uh, about his feelings or, or whatever he writes about. We'll get to that in a about moment. About my so low self-esteem. About his low self-esteem. I'm, I host, the, I have a blog, for God's sake. I mean, my God. How, how, how low must my self-esteem be that I'm, I'm hosting a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it must have it must have stemmed from someplace dark, and uh, and then you're calling into Boy Crazy Radio, so it's like together. Here's the thing: so you use all your weird, low self-esteem and angst and turmoil and sadness. You don't kill yourself because you don't what? actually end up covering. Don't don't do anything bad because uh, it turns out you don't hover over your funeral and see all the people that that you uh, are angry at crying over your your coffin because that's kind of like. That's kind of what you hope for, but, I mean, what if, what if you don't get to see that? That's what I've always thought about, too. I'm sorry. Now I'm, like, telling you how to keep <laughs> All right. So, basically, I think we gave you some good advice somehow, somewhere. And, oh, wait, there's more. Um, oh, yeah, I don't know. Just don't fucking let anybody know that, like, they have so much power over you. And just, like, keep your head down, get your goals accomplished and all your shit, and then, like, fuck everybody else. Like, just ignore them. That's way better than, like, talking shit to them or getting in a fight or, like, you know, talking to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And you're all good. You're so special. Like, and you're such a thoughtful person. You thought about what you're dealing with enough to, like, you know, 
talk about it, call somebody, know that there's something that you want to work on about yourself. Like, that's and you got a cool couple. name. You, you have got a cool, cool name. name, Rain. <laughs> yeah. Nobody has that name. I know one other person with that name. Uh, and she's, she, she's pretty cool, too. Yes. Shout out to oh, yeah. Phoenix. This is great. Okay, okay, Rain. Shout call out. me back. Call call me back next week if like if you're feeling weird. And then you know we'll have another guest to give you other advice. Not to uh-huh. take away from Liz tonight. All okay, right. I'm just saying. Um, by the way, my yeah. favorite song from like Rathborn is Why. I love that song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you so much. You rock. <laughs> See, Jesus Christ. See, oh, oh my God, God. Please, it's a real. She called in. See, that's how low self, low your self-esteem is. She called in. You shit all over her and decided because you thought she was like a Frank. Immediately, I uh, immediately, I did that. Oh my god! I mean, it's. Uh, I thought it was somebody else. Thank you, Rain. I kind of did. I did too. I wasn't sure what was going on, but see, see how it like, didn't sound yeah. real at yeah. first. The, the intro was not was. The intro was was intense. I think that we had talked a little bit about that before, too. Like, it was just going to be my crazy friends calling in, which I'm sure will will happen, you know? I, I think your friends are scared to call in now. I think they're not going to do it. They're like, whoa, this is like an actual, this is like a deep, heartfelt show. We don't want to, we don't want to get I know, it's gotten, it's gotten pretty intense. <laughs> like, I, I mean, it's gotten pretty real. Almost immediately. Pretty quick. Okay, wait, so what was your longest relationship? You said, like, three days? Yeah, it was like three days, four days. Are you kidding me? Seventh grade? No. Seventh or eighth grade? Yeah. Around that period of time, junior high school. You've, you've never been in love with a girl as like, you know, a teenager or older, like 18 or or older and were like boyfriend like and girlfriend? Teenage, like a teenage girl? Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? No, I mean, like, have you have you ever been in love with a girl? Um, I don't know. I I, I honestly don't really know. I can't really say either way because I don't know. You know, I don't I don't know what I don't know. I really just don't know. What the hell are I you think talking I've, about? I think what? I've sort of I think I've sort of gotten attached before, but I I don't really know. It's not it's Wait not concrete to me. It's not concrete. See, this is why girls fall in love with musicians, even though maybe they shouldn't, because they're like, wow, look at that guy. He's so cute. Wow, what is he talking about? He's being really ambiguous. No, they're like, look at him. He's so cute, and he's communicating about feelings. So then really, like, you talk to musicians, (laughs) and they're like, they're like, I don't know, I've never been in love. What are you talking about? And I'm like, well, what's what's your problem about? Like, what what do you write about when you're writing music? I'm writing about just sort of like weird abstract feelings that are like manifesting themselves into whatever words seem to be appropriate that have like the right sound. So I don't think it's always about like, you know, you try to, it's all kind of like, you know, not being um, like intellectual about it and being like, okay, well, you know, it's just like random experience put into a line or then two lines and three lines. And then you try to connect it to some kind of theme. I mean, it's really just like fun. It's almost like, I don't really know how to explain it. I feel like it's just like something that I naturally want to do and find myself doing. So it's like, I'll still be doing it when I'm like 
70 years old, you know, just like walking around and, you know, like humming weird stuff. And so it's just like something I like to do, but I don't know if it's like physically for people. It's just kind of like this thing that I like to do. That's like, that I'm compelled to do, you know? But I mean, like, it's it's not like literally like, oh, I love this person so much or something like that. It's like kind of like because there's more than one side to the, um, I don't know, that's what's cool about a song is that, like, you know, you don't even really have to have the words in it and you kind of, like, you follow along certain songs and you and you can feel a, a feeling that's not just, like, one kind of, one aspect of, of, of somebody. It's it's really strange that you can do that. And I think that maybe film is a little bit like that, but but um I don't know. I think that it's like I honestly don't know what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> no, you of, totally do. But here's I thing, sort of like, veered okay. off of what I was talking about. <laughs> no, but here's the thing though, so it's like okay, let's say you're you're I'm listening to one of your songs and uh and it kind of, it's 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 it's, it's not super specific, but it's the feeling I get from, like, the melody and, like, some of the words that you've chosen to use or whatever, and it's, like, vague. I can project, like, oh, I, I, this song is about this, I think, because that's what I'm going through in my life. So I, I can, as a listener, I can, like, project whatever I want it to be when I'm listening to it, so you don't have right. to be writing about anything specific or it doesn't matter because I'm going to change it. But I feel like with film, with film, though... It's exactly I mean, there. Well, it's like you can't really misinterpret it. I mean, you can misinterpret it, or you can have an, your own experience because you're like, you, you're like, uh, oh, I love this movie because I can relate to it so hardcore because I just broke up with someone, or I have an eating disorder, or like whatever the fuck, I don't know, whatever, like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to murder people or something, as opposed to, but there's a story there that exists, as opposed to like, are you just like intuitively just like, you, you like you prefer the melody and the playing better than plugging in the words or something, or is it like? I like talking in the words, but I but I like to have the song be about enough different things that you can't really reduce it to one to one little thing. And then, like, if it can be kind of vague, that's good too because, like, it you know, it's like you're saying, like, people can put more of themselves onto the situation. I mean, that is like you always heard the Beatles talking about. That's why they always said me and you and 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 she and he and. And those kinds of things because, like, you do that and then people have an easier time because you're not taking away the experience of, like, them involving their own their own life in it. But, but um, you know, like, at the same time, something can be really specific and that can be amazing too because you can relate to somebody telling a story which is about a very, very personal thing and you can relate to that even more because it's not the exact same situation you had, but it's but it's even more similar to something you experience. So I don't think that there's, like, uh, you know, rules for it. And I don't think that there's, like, a method, like, that I always try to use the same method, you know? So so it's always kind of like sitting down and trying to make the thing come out, you know? Um, but I, can I, totally, like that yeah. girl, I like that girl who called in because, like, <clears throat> I think the time when I was, like, undoubtedly the most into music was like coming from being a teenager and then you know what I mean right around that time and uh and that's such a cool those are 
cool people to um, to think about listening to. I mean, when I think about the way that a teenager listens to music, it's like a very unguarded and like um, full kind of way that they that they uh, that they listen to stuff, you know. And it's like I, I find it's a bit older. When I talk to my friends, they're sort of getting out of music a little bit, which I find strange um, when people are talking to me about that. But I kind of understand where they're coming from, where they're just, like, too in- intense to, like, sit down and listen and, and deal with all this, you know. A lot of people associate songs with the past and, and, and that kind of thing. So it's like yeah, but what hopefully about, what they'll, about they'll come back around to it. What, what? about are, is it, wait, are they musicians and they're stopped, they don't want to play anymore, or they just don't even want to listen to music? Uh, yeah, I just find like yeah, some musicians. I remember my friend was telling me that the other day that that he 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 doesn't go to shows as much anymore because it, it's too intense. Like he thinks about all these different things when he's watching music. But you know, it, it is it's it's weird. You don't have all that like extra shit in your head that's getting in the way when you're a teenager. You actually go to the you go to certain artists or certain songs and then like and you it's like your thing you know what I mean like it's it's like you fully have that thing so so um I don't know I'm yeah. just saying I was obsessed with music in a way that was like special at that at that age which I have a lot of respect for which is weird because it's like people don't have respect for really young people or really old people but it doesn't really make sense like that's admirable that someone is a teenager and they're like open-minded enough to to do that. They're not all closed off, you know, and 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 whatever. Yeah, I feel like when you're so young, it's like, well, first of all, you probably if you don't you don't have a car or you just got a car or you're out and about for the first time alone without your parents and you're like totally hormonal and you want to go to a show and you want to meet like-minded people and you're like, oh my god. I was just listening to this music in the privacy of my own room, and now I'm meeting all these other like-minded people who are into the same fucking thing, and I want to go make out with that person over there because they seem cool. Like, they've got, you know what I mean? Right. It's like, it's all, it's all so exciting. And then when you're like, you know, I don't know if it's like late 20s, early 30s, or 30s, or 40s, or whatever, but it's you like... become cynical. Well, maybe you don't even become cynical, but it's also like, I don't, I, I don't know. It's like you probably... You're tired. You get well, not even that you get more tired. You, you've got to work. You've got priorities. There isn't all this like, you know, you aren't living with your parents anymore. You've got to like fucking pay your bills. You've got a job, and then like, I don't know. And then if you have a baby, oh god, then it's just like fuck that. But but you don't have to get over music because I notice like, I don't know. I'll take breaks from going to shows, or I've always kind of felt like I love going to shows when I was like 15 and 16. I used to work the door at like clubs like the Smell or the Jabberjaw or whatever when I was like. 14, like so young. I like love going to shows because I was super wanting to make out with like cute fanboys or like musicians, whatever, or like all the, the shows. Like that was like my world, like my brothers, my whatever. So, but I don't know. Something about like I feel like I, I like listening to music by myself now. I'm like having a relationship as a, with the music as opposed to just like going to the club and like looking up and watch, listening to like a guy's on a pedestal who are like literally on a pedestal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I. I also kind of feel like sometimes I'll be in a car and I'll be playing a song that I really like and someone will talk over it and that will really annoy me. Like, that'll really bother me where it's like, how can you have no respect for this? Like, listen to what he's saying. Can you believe that, like, you know, he he did that or whatever, or she did that or, or you, you know what I mean? So I'll just get, like, pissed off. I don't understand why people don't want to, like, obsess over that kind of stuff. 
But I totally you know, agree. At, yeah. But at the same time, it's like you know, everyone everyone kind of has a different experience with it. So um, I don't know. It it is it is weird to think that like people change the way people change the way that they they like something so much they don't want to listen to it anymore. You know. <laughs> or yeah, but what about new music? What about like discovering just like let's say like let's say I don't want to listen to like I don't know, if I don't want to listen to like the Pixies or something, or I don't want to listen to like the strokes or something because I'm like, Oh, I have a Oh, so it's like you heard that shit that. like a thousand times, you know, so it's like it doesn't at best it's kinda of like bad nostalgia or something like that, you know. Yeah, it's like bad nostalgia and I also but that that doesn't mean like like I don't know how you feel like Spotify, but I know I'm sure like musicians fucking hate it or Pandora and Spotify or whatever because everybody's, everybody's getting ripped off and there's no music. It seems like there's just like no money in music or anything because of all these things. But like, but I feel like the good thing about Spotify is it's constantly like, constantly like making me more excited about music because it's like, oh, you like this thing. Well, you've got to listen to all these bands that you've never heard of that barely anybody's ever heard of that are like, you know what I mean? So I, I'm constantly like excited about like new music. So that doesn't have to right. lie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, we, we played at this thing called Sasquatch Festival. It was like um, in near Seattle, and it was just like in the it. woods and stuff. And I watched a bunch of different, um, like, new kind of bands, and, and, and it was really cool. Like, just, uh, you know, like I saw the Growlers, who I'd kind of heard when we were touring this year. They would play that in, like, St. Louis or something in the in the club we were in and it was just like uh you know just like new shit you wouldn't have normally heard unless you're like actually going out and and doing shit which you know i find myself not doing that often (laughs) so it's like um you know just putting a face to to some of the names and then also i thought people i hadn't thought about in a long time like um this guy damien gerardo who i when i was like 16 he wrote this song called ohio which I always thought was an amazing song. And um, and then I kind of lost touch with him. And so we're standing there, and all of a sudden I see, like, oh, shit, Damien Gerardo's playing. And, like, it turns out, like, in between that time, he's made, like, literally ten records. And so I spent all this time listening to all those records. Because the show was amazing. It was just him. There was, like, these fucking kind of court – no, not kind of, just corporate rock bands, like – just like blasting out. It's all kind of like, and I talked with him about this, it's all kind of like a reconfiguration of the same sound. Like, you know, at the risk of like shit talking or whatever, but it's like, you know, like the way that like the full sounds in front of like 200,000 people is very similar to the way that like, you know, this other band that, that is kind of in that genre. But it's just like this guitar is like screechier than the other. And then you go... And then so it's like a short walk. There's a stage, and Damien Drado comes out. He's just one guy, and he kind of does this like anti-festival set, where uh, where it just kind of it becomes like kind of mind blowing because you're like, wait, it's not necessarily all about kind of like selling a product, and 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 uh, there is something interesting um, capable going on. And also, I th- found it amazing that like, you know, not to my knowledge, but. Damien Drado continued making all these great records that I had, you know, I had no idea about. So, so it's cool too to like reconnect with, with something that you don't 
you don't necessarily know about too. So I do like, and I do like, I wouldn't have done that shit without Spotify, you know, like bought 12 records or something and in 10 minutes, you know, it, it'd Wait, be crazy. You, it'd be expensive. Do you, do, it would totally be, do you, do you go to shows still or do you just like, because you're at that festival, you, you saw bands play, but do you go out to shows still a lot? Yeah. Like I'll walk into um, some different spots in New York. Like there's this, there's a couple of new spots like uh, Baby's All Right is a new club. And some of them are fun. Like, you know, I don't just like randomly walk into, a, you know, like Mercury Lounge or something like that, even though that might be a good thing to do. But uh, but if it's kind of like a cool, weird spot, like for sure, I'll, I'll go and, and check it out. And I almost feel kind of like getting to the point where not really, but a little bit, you know, of an elder or something, you know what I mean, where it's like you're – you know, 25, 26, 27, and everybody's, like, 19 or something like that. So oh, my God, please of... don't, don't feel that way. <laughs> well, no, not an elder, but it's just, like, you can see these people, like, just starting, and it's, and it's kind of cool to to see because there's something special about that period of time when, when people kind of, like, just begin to uh, – Play music, you know. Also, are you touring right now? Um, no, I just made a new record and uh, probably tour yeah. in, the, in the fall. We might play some shows yeah. in New York. So, like, what is like? You're on Dilettante, right? Uh, I am. No, I have my own label. I I kind of did a release for that record soft with dilettante because they helped record it. And then I put it out on a label that I run called true believer. And then like, so I kind of put out music independently, not kind of, I do. So, um, that's kind of how I, how I do stuff, you know, is like, it's, Wait, how it's did, really, why did you start doing I mean, that? that's why, like, for example, like when that girl rain called in and was like, why is my favorite song or something? It's like, it's fucked up because, like, <clears throat> it feels totally different than, like, if, you know, some, like, mass marketing thing did it. Because it's, like, somehow through my own means, like, she got the music. So when someone says that, it's actually, you're like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like, what, like, how did you get that? So it's, like, kind of cool sometimes. It feels, like, kind of valuable when you when you hear from someone and they like something because it's, like, you know that you were involved with that, you know. And sometimes I'll listen to, like, uh, you know, like Ian MacKay and, like, Minor Threat or McKay or whatever. He always goes on these rants about how much he hates, like, music labels and stuff like that. You can find it if you just, like, look at interviews from him. And he has the most amazing things to say about it where he's just saying, like, you know, like, that – a lot of these, like, if something is run by a corporation, it's, it's not really interested in the well-being of, like, the, uh, the, the landscape of, like, the musicians and the artwork. So they'll just take something and then kind of just, like, pillage it, like, rape and pillage, whatever it is, like, just exploit it as much as possible, which is kind of like an old story. But it's a great, like, consideration to make of, like, well, why would you in this day and age do something yourself? I think it's because, like, 
it's valuable to do that. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 it's just like um, more, more meaningful. You know. Uh, so I do it. What, isn't, isn't that what Ian Savinius? Was it Ian Savinius? Yeah, and he wrote that book, The Psychic Soviet. Isn't that what it's about too? Yeah, you know what? There's also an interview with Ian Savonius and, and, and Ian McKay. You can watch it. He has, like, a little TV show. That's a great thing to watch where he just, like, like Discord Records, it's, it's Ian McKay's label. Like, they, um, they don't have a distributor. Like, they call up every store that you find, you know, like a Teen Idols record in or, like, to some extent, like a Minor Threat record. It's like they're calling up the stores. He has, like, four people that he keeps employed. And they've been a label for like thirty years, you know. So it's like, it's hey, it's I'm, just cool. It's we have, cool. We have another call, and so I want to make sure that anybody who likes you, knows you, or wants to talk to you can get through. But okay, area code five one two. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And say hi, Luke. Hello. <gasps> they hung up. They freaked out. They freaked out. They freaked out. Area code five one two. Okay. Well, all right. Wait, do you have your guitar next to you? Or are you gonna, are you gonna play a song? Uh, I don't have a I, I don't have a guitar next to me. I can't. I can't, I can't get to it. I can't believe it. You're supposed to give me a guitar lesson. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't have I, a guitar I, right now. I I've I've been practicing all four chords uh, that I know, just so I can impress you and, and take a lesson. I'm ready. It sounds good. It sounds like maybe you should tune the guitar a little bit. Just from what you, from what you played. That's, that's in tune. That sounds pretty good. It sounds electric. No Are way. We're talking electric. No fucking way. That's embarrassing. Wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait. Don't go, don't go. Wait, wait. Then there's this chord. There's this one. Hold on. This is your nightmare. This is some girl you've never met playing guitar to you over the phone, playing bad chords. Hold on, ready? Go. Wait for it. Wait for it. That's my favorite one. <laughs> I don't know what chord that is. Gee. I don't I don't know the names or the letters or whatever they call uh, them of the chorus, but um, I'm I'm more of a, an intuitive guitar player. But I mean, you you can relate, but whatever. Um, all right, listen. Oh, by the way, this is my cool thing. This is this is something that makes makes me feel cool. Is when I would when I would meet musician boys and talk to them, I would feel so cool because my dad grew up with um, oh god, I've already forgotten his name, with Ian McKay's parents in Washington D.C. Oh, cool. And, and so. Uh, yeah, and I think I know he was straight into it. My dad used to buy him like I think like girly magazines or something. That's what my dad said. Wait, so he would uh like manually uh because I thought the whole thing was like you know that song Out of Step? He's Maybe saying don't drink. Crazy. I don't know. He says, my dad he says said don't drink cool. Don't drink, don't smoke, don't fuck. At least I can I fucking think. That's the lines. I, I thought he was celibate for a period of oh time. My. I don't think anyone should stay know. celibate for their whole life. I don't fucking know. Well, how many girls do you slept with? None of my business. Tell everybody. Um, I would say, like, probably, like, 8,000. Okay. That was rude of me to ask, but I'm so happy you answered. Okay, thank you for being honest. Um, all right. Oh, also, God damn it. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, since <laughs> we're talking so much about, since we're talking so much about music, I don't know what this tonight has turned into or it's just like this weird rant about like music and what it all means and like the industry or whatever but here's the thing okay so what what bands exist in like the happy medium of like 
Discord records where, like, you know, a team of four people are individually calling record stores uh, that barely exist anymore versus, like, Taylor Swift. Like, what what are the bands that you think are successful? Like, are there any bands that are, like, have moderate success to extreme success that are, like, oh, yeah, like, there's an ex- I mean, isn't it kind of subjective? I mean, some of them are, like, you know, horrible, obviously, but, like, who exists for, like, they're all... I don't know, because, like, I like, like, mainstream pop music, you know? I don't really have Me a too. problem with it. And, but, but I'm just thinking more for, like, uh, like, personal experiences. Like, I've, like, feel like I started really young, and it was always something I did, and it's something that I enjoy doing. You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 it's challenging. But, but, like, to answer your question, I like all that stuff. Like, like, you know, um, maybe not, sometimes I get confused. Like, I just watched that new Nicki Minaj move, uh, video where she's, like, um, I can't remember. She's, like, twerking all the time and stuff, and, and, you know, it's fine, but I just don't really like the song. Like, it sounds like, kind of like Lil' Kim, but, like, rehashed, and it's, like, not very interesting, you know, and, and so, like, some shit I just, some sort of, like, contemporary stuff I don't really understand, but, like, um, or I just get bored by, because it's, like, just rehash shit. You know what I mean? Okay. But like, what? But some yeah. of it's really good. Like, what uh, band did you love when you were younger? Sorry. Um, I just liked a lot of a lot, well, basically everything. You know, like I liked a lot of like rip pop music. Um, I remember my friend used to listen to Suede all the time, so I knew every Suede song. But I, I was not like a huge Suede fan, but I do know every song from being around this guy. <laughs> but like, uh. You know, like, I listened to, like, the Manic Street Preachers, and, and, and like, I thought that that was all cool. Like, there's a, the whole mythology where the guy in the band disappeared, and I thought that was kind of cool. And uh, I was into, like, all the, like, J.T. Leroy stuff, uh, which is not music <laughs> or a real person, but it was, like, this writer who was this fake kind of, like, parking lot prostitute. And, uh, and then it turned out to all be bullshit which was weird for everybody who read the books and, and liked it. But I like that kind of stuff. And, uh, and the first couple records I put out was on coon bone records because they would wear this raccoon penis bone, uh, necklace in the book. That's like, would show that they were like a lot lizard in the book. And I actually found those, like when I was down South, like they actually do sell those and they're disgusting. But, and so me and my friends, we, we had those necklaces for a little while. Um, I feel like my boyfriend those necklaces. Yeah, right? And you know what's funny? I remember <laughs> I ordered it through the internet because, like, uh, I ordered it through the internet because, like, I'm from Maine, so you couldn't go and buy a raccoon necklace, dick necklace. And um, so I ordered it through the internet. And I still get emails from ultimateskulls.com. Because that's where I got it from, and I've just been on their their mailing list for like ten years. So some every once in a while, I get an ultimateskulls.com email and just be like and updated on on the different skulls that they have going on. And you don't have a Which girlfriend? Is, this is so crazy to me. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, here's what, you need to do. Okay, if you were if you were ever to have a girlfriend. What kind of girl? I'm trying to get it back to the demographic that might be listening to this to the show. What do you like? 
What does it take to be your girlfriend for all the girls that are like lusting after you? What is the demo- What is the demographic of the show? Well, I'm sure that the demographic is like girls who like you because it's been posted that you're going to be on here. So they're like, oh my god, he's so cute. I love his music. Oh, it's amazing. So it's like that's the demographic. And then I don't know. You know what I mean? Like whoever. It's, it's, it's kind of wide, but it's also uh, whatever. Just answer the goddamn question. So we're not talking so- like mid. We're not talking like mid forties. To early fifties, like music, like hardcore music fans. Yeah. Are we talking hardcore music fans? All right. Anyway, no. Okay, we're taking another phone call. Area code five one two. This is the person that called before. Hello. Yes. Hello. What's your name? Hi. Where are you calling from? Say hi to Luke. He's single. Just kidding. Sorry. Hello. (laughs) Hi. Hello. Am I on? You're on. Tell yeah. us your name, how old you are, where you're calling from. My name is Emily. Um, I'm 25, and I'm calling from Austin. Whoa, cool. I, that was me that called earlier, and I'm not even going to lie. Totally freaked. <laughs> Why'd you freak out so much? I don't know, because I was, like, listening. So it says, like, press 1 if you want to talk. And so I was like, oh, I'll just listen for a second and fill if I need to chime in. And then it's like, hey, you're on. And I just, like, freaked. <laughs> What's going on? First of all, Alexi, I think you're so adorable. I love your radio show. I listen to it all the time. Thank you. Yes. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> what do you think of Luke here? He's a pretty... He what? That he loves music. He doesn't have a girlfriend. He's... He may have never had a girlfriend in his life or know what love is, but he's willing to learn maybe kind of or maybe why he's gone oh. about it at some point. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> What's going on with you? Um, well, you know, I don't really have, like, a question. I just I think it's ironic that I was listening to your radio station as this was happening, but I just feel like I need to vent about someone I've been currently dating. Let's do it. Do it, girl, okay. or whatever they say. Okay. <laughs> um, so, well, I guess I'm just saying I was dating. We're, we're not dating anymore. Um, so I've been seeing this guy for, let's see, like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. Okay. In the background. Is that, is that, is, I don't, I'm That's not where sure. I am. That's uh, where I am. What is going on over there? There was like some. It wasn't guns. It was what? just. It was just something loud. Uh, what is it? I feel like through the minute a girl starts going, "Can I complain about my boyfriend? I need to vent," and then all of a sudden, lost <laughs> Luke. Looks like. You didn't lose it. me. I'm still here. Luke, I'm listening, Emily. We need, from we need, we need your undivided. We need your undivided attention. Yes. I am close, listening. Close the window. Okay. Hit it, Emily. Okay, so I started seeing this guy. Um, I met him through a coworker, and um, basically, when we first met, like physically, I was very attracted to him. It's kind of weird because he literally he looks like kind of a mixture of all my ex boyfriends, like in one. <laughs> that's that's beside the point. That's that's beside the point. So we start dating and. He is like a self-proclaimed nerd. Like he's obsessed with space. He loves like 
I don't know, he's always like, oh, I'm such a nerd, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's like, I don't even understand what a girl like you would be interested in someone like me for. Like, that's, like, has been his whole motto this whole time, okay? Which, at first, I found super endearing, because usually I'm into, like, assholes. So I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's a nice guy. He actually is, like, sweet. Oh, my God, like, this is awesome, you know? I was, like, really into him. And so, basically, we've kind of, we've we've been, like, dating all summer. And um, I guess I feel, like, super lame for bringing up Instagram into all of this, but, like, no, I, I can't wait to talk about it. Yes, I can't wait to talk okay, about Instagram like that. He's like a serial Instagram liker. Like he literally, at first I felt really special because I thought he was just like flirting with me, liking all of my pictures. But then I started, like, I don't know if you can knew this on Instagram, but you can like see what pictures they like. Oh, I know. Which I hate that I, I hate discovered because it's like literally ruining my life. Uh. So, anyways, I start seeing that he's, like, literally liking everyone's pictures and, like, all these random girls. Not that, I like, that we're even dating and it's, like, not okay for him to like other girls' pictures. But I'm like, oh, cool. I guess I don't feel as special as I did. So, like, I kind of, like, let it go. I'm like, whatever. And then I start seeing he keeps liking this, like, same girl's pictures, like, over and over. And so, of course, naturally, I go to her face and start creeping on this girl. And I found out that this girl works with, like, my best friend here in Austin. And so I asked him, I'm like, who the hell is this girl? I need to know everything about her right now. And so he's like, oh, my gosh. So he basically got the lowdown and found out that the guy that I was dating has been, like, had met her on Tinder, which <gasps> I'm like, yes. Uh, I'm, okay, you know what? And I'm not, like. There's so many apps involved with this. I know, it's so disgusting I hate technology so much. There's like four there's like four apps involved. I can't with even I can't even what's keep up. Even happening. You're going really deep into this one app and then you got <laughs> fucked over by this other app, which is way more you know, like bizarre you know, and, and, while, and, while and we're sexual. While we're on the dude, subject. it's the man. It's it's the dude. It's the man behind the app that's the problem. But whatever, keep Thank going. You. Keep going. And and I feel like while we're on the subject, if you're on Tinder, like that's your own personal preference. But I think Tinder's so gross. And when I found him <laughs> hooking up with this girl on Tinder, or I don't know if they were hooking up, but he was like trying to like go go out on dates with this girl on Tinder. I'm like, okay, clearly he's still like on the prowl, you know, even though he's like telling me. Oh my God! Like I can't even believe you liked me. Like he's so yeah. so great. He's like making me feel like I. Like, <laughs> I heard that. Such a catch. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, oh sorry. You know, know what this is that. though? This is like a weird new phenomenon where it's like you got the nerd guy, and in the past that would be the end of the conversation where he's like, I'm such a nerd. I can't believe you like me. <laughs> but at the yeah. same time, he's nerdy enough to be like an expert at the apps. So yeah. he knows. He, he's like. He's it's actually so benefiting so much from technology because he can be a nerd, but then he can also be this huge asshole who has sex with everybody because he works right. the app so well. He pro- you know, he, you're saying he likes all the photos on Instagram. He probably always swipes the right way where, you know what I mean? Like, he's probably doing yeah. that right. Like, as we're talking, he's, he's yes, 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 every single one. You know what I mean? Like, because he's an expert. The dude's a nerd, which actually means that he slays chicks. 
all the time. It's so true. And I think because he's such so technologically advanced. The nerds are the people who are going to win from the. Because who invented oh. Tinder? Tinder was made by like some guy in San Francisco, probably, who's like, <laughs> you know, like a total nerd who wants to yeah. do it with chicks because he's like, wait, I have the willpower to sit here 24 hours a day and say yes. And so, you know, so you got to be careful. You know, you have to treasure your, like, nerd guy because, like, he's actually all all powerful now because he has no, an he's iPhone. Not. You know? he pays, it's like he pays $100 a month. He, he pays $100 a month, but now he's, like, he's, <laughs> he, can, he can do whatever he wants. He's, like, at the yeah. top of the heap. He's a, if he's the nerdiest one, he's, he's you know, right. getting the most results. Okay, that's enough. Oh, my God. Alexa, I want to know what you see. I like where it's going, and then until all of a sudden, like, Luke turned it into, like, a, now you got to treasure him. He's the king of, of the world. <laughs> like, he's, he's the best guy. <laughs> it's preventive nerds. Like, like, no, I don't think he's a good no. guy. I'm just saying that the nerd guys are now in a different yeah. situation where they're, like, what not uh, I don't think he's a treasure him. He sounds like he sucks. I'm just fucking right. No, it, but it's like, yeah, it is, it is like Revenge of the Nerds. It's like when the Revenge of the Nerd dude in the Revenge of the Nerds, the first movie, put on the fucking same costume that, that the cheerleader girl, uh, his boyfriend was wearing. Or and he like, raped, he raped her in the moon balance. Remember that movie? And the, the I don't yes. remember that. Like, yeah, that's, that's essentially that rape. I, I, I would always touch myself thinking of that scene, and then I realized later as an adult, like, oh, dude, wait, that girl had sex with a guy she thought was her boyfriend, but it was a nerd. Like, he raped her, but that's in a movie. And also in all those movies, they say faggot all the time, which is like, now when you watch them, you're like, whoa, what? Like, they use the, oh, my God, like, crazy. They don't say that in <laughs> whatever. Oh, yeah, I Weird Science has a similar theme. Okay, well, let me just you say, what? here are my thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts on okay. all of this. Already? Are you right? Are you okay. right? I'm, I'm like, are you all right? Am I all right? Or is Luke okay? He's fine. He's fine. Um, We're good. He doesn't have a guitar, though. Okay. Here's what I think. Yeah, get out, get away from this guy because you want, first of all, it's already a problem that you're like, well, I have. I do the same thing you do uh, with the guy that I'm with, with my boyfriend. Where I, yeah. We're women. We have a great ability to multitask and overthink everything all the time it's like what makes us amazing but also like it's like totally exhausting and horrible and it's like a horrible quality you know because it's like here's what i do with my boyfriend just so you feel a little bit less alone i i check his page i see who he's following who he's fo- who's following him who he's following you can just do that when you go to his page not the actual activity page that's bullshit if you missed an hour ago if you missed what he was up yeah. an hour ago or you didn't catch up you know, you're, you're not gonna, you're not gonna know what the fuck he's up to. So I go to his page, and I'm, he's totally gonna hear this, but I'm just outing myself. I don't give a fuck because I'd rather like, it's like a blind leading the blind over here. I'm trying to like, just you know, show you that I'm, I'm uh, horrible and a monster. But okay, I will go to his page, see who he's following, see who's following him. If he follows back a cute girl with bangs or some kind of like mod, uh, not mod, what am I talking about? Some kind of like, you know, uh, hip casual chic. I don't care, but I do care. Kind of girl that I. Uh, yeah. want to be or think of myself as or is better or cuter with smaller thighs than my, mine or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> if I see some attractive girl that he follows back or even if the girl who he's following, I will go down like an Instagram vortex where I'll like search all of her stuff and like, and I panic and then I decide that he's just like, you know, is not trustworthy. So Instagram basically is designed to make you feel bad about your life, make you not trust whoever you're dating and it's make so you want to give the impression. Yeah, Instagram is, like, totally more bad than good because all we're tra- programmed to do with it, like, really, subconsciously the goal is 
here's my life. I'm having a good time. Or this is me doing my thing. I don't care what you think, but I kind of do. And then really you're home like miserable, like contemplating suicide. You know what I mean? But you're giving the impression that your, totally. your life is wonderful and carefree and fun. So here's, here's the thing. You need, you need to just fucking stop going down internet uh, spirals and stuff. You need yeah. to stop doing that because it'll only exhaust you. You need to stop doing it. But now that you know this shit about this nerdy dude that you're probably having, like, unprotected pullouts. Yeah, but she wouldn't, have, she wouldn't have discovered that if she hadn't gone down the spiral. So wh- how – you know what I mean? I so like why, why are you saying for her to not go down the spiral? Well, because here – no, hold on. The life lesson is she has to not – because at some point for your own sound mind, like, you just have to trust people. And if they fuck you over, you'll find out – you, you'll find out some other way, I'm sure. Social networking yeah. exists. You'll drive yourself crazy and the guy you're with – because my guy is totally a sweetheart and is never up to anything. I swear to God, I'm, I've now jinxed it, but whatever. But, like, but I exhaust him because I ask him. And I have a fucking website called I'm Boy Crazy. I constantly talk about ex-boyfriends. Uh, I flirt with everybody. I've had sex with way more people than he has. Pretty much every time you meet somebody, it's, it's you know, somebody I've had sex with or something. You know what I mean? So it's like, but it's a total double yeah. standard. And then I exhaust him. I know what you him. mean. Yeah, totally. Okay, but what? And then I exhaust him. I get on his case and go, like, who, who's that? You liked her photo? Who's this girl? It's like, oh, my God. It's just, oh, and then somebody told me this. They went, you just have to, like, have open hands. Like, if your boyfriend's going to cheat on you and he's going to do something, he's going to do it. You just have to, like, that's, you just have to have open hands about the situation. You have to, like, go into it trusting him. And if he fucks you over, then you're out of it. But at least you, like, gave it the best chance Close you could. Close that's when you close the no. hands. <laughs> I, I, I operate with closed hands. I wish like, I was. Oh, God. <laughs> what? You wish I you wish were I was allowed. I wish I was allowed in these sort of girl-to-girl conversations more because, you know, I'm having a good time. I'm listening to what you guys are saying. You're, you're sort of going back and forth. I feel like I'm usually blocked out of these, these kind of – because I'm going to admit, at first you were talking about Instagram and stuff, and I started to tune out a little bit. You brought me back in with the drama and the tension with the guy. With the tin, with the Tinder girl and stuff, and it's like, why am I not? This is missing from my life. I need to be in more uh, kind of like girl talk uh, situation. So thank you, that's the whole, Emily. That's the whole point. From that's Austin, whole point Texas. Crazy. <laughs> well, that's the whole point of it. See, he listens. He remembered your name and where you're from. This is a class actor, uh, guy. But okay. Hey, so, but that said, sorry. So, what are you? Are you on a motorcycle? I just heard that too. Because it was right in front of me. Well, no. What I'm saying is, like, the annoying part about it is is that, so, I found this out probably, like, a week ago. And I I found out that she's, like, dating this girl and they're, like, a week ago. So, I was, like, you know what? Fuck him. I'm not going to talk to him anymore. And I haven't talked to him. Like, I've completely ignored him, and I haven't really even wanted to talk to him. But he hasn't tried to talk to me either. And uh. the most interesting part of all of this <laughs> is that he keeps fucking liking my Instagram pictures. I'm like, dude. Oh, my God. What is going on with the world? This is insane. Uh. Okay, here's – so your deal – oh, my God. I, did I hang up on the show? And I almost hung up. Okay, Luke, here's, oh. we, don't, we don't have very much longer. But Emily, I, but if you, Emily. I'm going to a shame spiral. No, you're not going to. Okay, did he have a big private or a tiny private? Uh, I would say it's the average. 
just average, whatever. They all are. Who cares? That's great. It doesn't even matter. What does it all mean? Who cares? As long as he likes you. All right. So listen, this is all he's capable of giving you. This is what it is. Like, all the pieces are in front of you. You went through a weird, yeah. a girly spiral. The guy's, just, through a weird, the, the yeah. guy's just average. Yeah. Yeah, but the yeah, what? he's just average. I'm, <laughs> yeah. That's true. Okay. I said it myself. Wait, wait, here's the thing. Just, like, when you meet the guy who's, who's like, is right, that, that gets along with you, and hopefully you won't just think he's ugly or boring or whatever. I don't know what, if he doesn't mean you're Listen, you'll meet some guy, hopefully, here's the goal. You'll meet a guy that you find fascinating, that, and he, I think he thinks you're great, too, uh, and you'll just know that you can feel safe with him. And then even then, he'll probably fall to shit. But whatever, it's going to be okay. I believe that <laughs> this guy, fuck this guy, whatever, just yeah, just, uh, I don't know. Luke, what should she do? Just move on. There's nothing else to do. It's done. And unfollow There's him and block him. Do. Did What's you think name? I should block him? See, I wanted to block What's him, but then I feel like that's me being like, <laughs> I know. What's the guy's name? Ah! No. Oh, my God. <laughs> his name What's his okay, name? Fuck it. I'm you tell me his name. You tell me his name. It's taken care of. It's scary. It's scary. And then Wait. that's when, like, Luke will write his first song with, like, a full name, a very specific song about this guy that wronged Emily, 25, from Austin. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my. Are, are you on Tinder? Fuck no, I'm not on Tinder. I'm, like, disgusted by Tinder. Sorry, what about Grinder? No. Isn't that the I'm just saying, you could cruise, you could cruise Wait, Grindr. Grindr. You could just Isn't scope Grindr? it out. Wait, I don't know the difference. Isn't Grinder like for gay people? Grinder's straight up gay, twenty four seven all the time. Luke, have you ever had sex with a guy? Drugs. I mean, not that I do drugs. I actually, I have not. Do you plan on it? Do you think that'll ever happen, or are you totally not into dudes in any way? I mean, you know, never say never, but it just—I don't feel ah. compelled to, so it's not really like on my to-do list, just naturally, but, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's, you, I don't See, I feel like you should never, years old you know, should never say song. never. I know when you're 40, you know, if you're saying that at 26, 40, 45, 50, inevitably, you'll have done everything you want to do, and then you'll be like, dude, yeah, I know I'm into fucking guys. This is it. Like, if you I'm do you want to new- run out of, <laughs> I've run out of every option, so I'm just going to start doing everything that I don't actually want to do. <laughs> Is here, that what people do in their mid forties? <laughs> I don't know. I'm in my mid forties. Jesus, how dare you? Oh, here I've got I'm an idea. I'm just saying, is that what we're implying right now? I think God, that I, I feel so like hard. if if I end up not being with my boyfriend and we don't get married uh, and have a baby or whatever people are supposed to do or think they're supposed to do, and I'm 50 years old or 60, let's say I get a divorce. Who knows what happens? If I'm 50 right. years old now, and I'm wearing like now I'm wearing like mahogany lipstick, my hair is white. I'm wearing it in a sloppy top knot and like all black, and I'm looking very like chic. I'm going through. I'm, I'm like doing something different in my 60s or whatever, or 50s. Yeah, I'm probably gonna be so like. Sleep with the guy. Post? Yeah. Oh, I'm just gonna be like what? I'm just gonna be like I'm just like what's eating post all about? I'm, I'm probably. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I don't really want to say that. I'm embarrassed I even said that. But I'm just saying like maybe I'll be like this is what I'm trying now just to try. Actually, right, yeah, like, hey, why not? Maybe, <laughs> but actually, I actually did try to make it with girls before, and I don't love it. You're not obsessed with it. I just, yeah, anyway. 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steer this ship in a better direction. How about this? Emily, now you're Yeah, I feel like 25. I wouldn't be able to host. So, like, you know, I definitely can't steer the ship. Let's say Emily and Luke, you guys are at a bar together. And, uh, and you each have what the other one needs or something. And you guys lock eyes. Luke, how do you approach Emily? What happens? I want to do some role-playing right now. How do you approach a girl that you're, you're, you want to talk to? I'd go like, hey, what is this? What's playing on the TV? What is that <laughs> movie? <laughs> That's why nice. it's like not a... creepy. Such a creepy, you know? So, like, That's pick creepy. Up. Why is there... It's why not is there that creepy to pull, ask what is, is on the TV. There's probably a TV. Nine times out of ten, you go in a bar, there's a TV. (laughs) I hate that. I don't like bars like that. So I would use the TV as sort of like a prop to just kind of like ease into (laughs) conversating. What? Call back. That was amazing. Okay. This is good stuff, you guys. Okay. Who buys who who a drink? Luke, are you going to buy her a drink? I mean, if I have the money, I'll I'll consider it. (laughs) But it it just probably depends on like how much money is in my pocket. Because I'm probably that not going to open a tab. I mean, that's fair enough, I guess. I'm not going to open a tab yeah. because it's just like I don't even know. Like Emily's like, you know, maybe Emily's like not that into it. So it's like, you know, and I don't know how long I'm going to be in the bar. So if I have like 15 bucks, maybe I buy a drink. You know, I mean, it's, if it's you mean- literally want to know what I what I would do. I do want to know. It's weird. I, I I feel bad for guys that they're just expected to pay for stuff, which is why, you know, it's it's shitty for guys who don't have tons of money to spend on fifty fifty dollars. <laughs> poor, poor guys. Yeah, which, <laughs> which is why guys, it's guys on Instagram liking everyone's pictures and not even going out to the bars. Oh well. Yeah, I mean, I'm still bitter. Sorry. <laughs> why are you bitter? <laughs> Why? 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 Do you, no, this is getting really topsy turvy now. Why? Why? Because she why got you socially. Because she got socially media <laughs> fucked over. Exactly. <laughs> How long were you guys dating for? Um. Well, we kind of we we met in like April, and then we stopped talking because he was like apparently getting back with his ex girlfriend. So I was like, oh, okay, whatever. <sighs> and then we met up. On- and I, I know. I hate that noise. Yeah, what Me was too. that noise? I bought, <laughs> like, uh, I bought this at Target. I think it's great. I actually carry this around with me in my purse. And when I go to, like, you know, go to this, like, if I go to Target or I'm checking out at Whole Foods or something, I, I'll, like, I'll use it to try to make the checker laugh. So it makes me laugh more. But anyway, what whatever. Works. No. Yeah, they like it. Uh, they laugh. They <laughs> I feel like my yeah. and Emily's date probably like wouldn't really go anywhere. But I'm just saying that on like face value unless we got like super drunk, maybe like we would like make out or something like that or like exchange numbers. But it's just like I don't really know I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of uh like tension in your current situation. Um, you know, it seems like that might put you in a weird place where you're like not, you're not totally sure about uh, what the next move is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Wait, yeah, guys, let's get some role playing happening here. Like we're gonna, I'm gonna actually make you guys interact. And Emily, oh no, 
Luke starts it. Emily, you go after Luke. Okay, and you're at the bar. TV's playing action. <coughs> Hello. <laughs> hey. Hey, Emily. Hey there. Hey, what's up? That was crazy when we talked on the phone earlier um, on the radio show, and then I flew in from Austin. I flew in to Austin from New York City just to have this conversation. And, like, I feel like I need a place to stay. Can I stay at your at your house? Whoa. I mean, that's a little, that's a little forward. Because I have nowhere else to No, it's because I have nowhere else to go. I mean, you have nowhere else to go. I don't live in Austin. I will sleep on the couch. I'll sleep on the couch. Or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I do feel bad you did fly all this way. Right. So, I mean, I guess you could stay on my couch for sure. Until, until like, South by Southwest or something like that. Yeah, for sure. So, like, for, like, seven months. (laughs) For seven months. And cut. Okay, so okay, now we're going to the breakup scene. Uh, now, now Luke is going to break up with Emily. Okay, it's seven months later. Uh, South by is happening, and he's got to go. She doesn't want him to go. And action. Okay, so this would all be by text message. Um, <laughs> and I would say, action. what I would say would be like, Hey Emily, what's up? Like I had to split early today. Um, I'm probably not gonna be back like forever. I'm playing this like great show that I can't believe it is happening and I'm gonna go probably like, you know, to Houston after this and then I'm gonna loop back up and I'm going back to New York City. It was really nice getting to know you, Luke. Honestly, I feel like I would if that I would respond and be like, "All right, cool." That's See, right. that's like that's, that's all a I genuine breakup. That's, that's a genuine that's a genuine breakup. Everybody's just kind of sad about it. You yeah. would you would respond? I would never respond to that. You can't respond. <laughs> oh my to god! That. And you know what? No, I would be you like, respond. I was like, "Hey, cool." And, and he didn't even he didn't even he didn't even <laughs> put you on the list for the show. Not even the show. Whatever. Anyway. I didn't do a face to face. Yeah, that is lame. But who would even do a face to face these days, honestly? Everybody you don't. still. My God, Jesus Christ. You should, should you should break up face to face. You should break up face to face. But what about face to face? What about the cut off all contact breakup? It's not really true. Like you don't need to like go to a public like go on a date to to uh to break up. Oh. It seems it seems no like too wonder. much. You don't have a girlfriend. It's like a way to me. Of course, of course, you need to meet face to face because it's a representation of the time you spend together. Meet face to face, but don't like go out for dinner and then like in the middle of everything be like, hey, by the way, Emily, I don't want to do this anymore or whatever. You know. No, I I mean it's like meet face to face, face to face, in like a neutral place. Don't like buy appetizers or you know what I mean like don't don't uh bring a meal in into it I guess yeah. is what I'm saying yeah you don't need the last memory of somebody that you're breaking up with or or being broken up with to be of them eating eating in front of you you don't need that but definitely face to face because you want to honor the time you spent with the person and it's like a respect thing but anyway 
Okay. I think wait, we've got. I'm gonna. We're gonna read a few emails. Emily, thank you very much for calling. I'm. I'm actually only muting you. We're gonna read. Uh, some people sent in some emails, and I want to know if you. I, I'm interested. In, I'll read this one. All right. It's funny. I feel like I'm not photo. a guest anymore. But go go for it. I feel like Emily was the. It ended up being the better guest. But go ahead. No, you're a great guest. This is funny. I feel like you're my little brother now. I feel like you're my brother. <laughs> and I'm all like, I can't believe you. That's insane. Okay. Um, all right. So this girl says, and I'm interested to hear how you'd handle it. Big dilemma. Really need your help. I recently found out that I have chlamydia. I just started casually seeing a guy and we had unprotected sex. I don't think he gave it to me because I was having symptoms before having sex with him, but I didn't realize it was an STD at the time. I thought it was a yeast infection or something. Now I'm traveling in a different country for a month away from him. So I can't tell him in person or really even over the phone. So how the fuck do I tell him by email? What do I do? I hope he won't hate me and still maybe want to see me when I come back. Uh, signed anonymous, even though her name and email address and photo uh, are all attached to this email. But that's neither here nor there. Okay. So what would you do? Well, if I was the girl? No, yeah, like if you were the girl and you got chlamydia, which, by the way, like I don't have chlamydia. I And I also feel like I heard about it from Sex and City because Miranda, she thought she Miranda had a got yeast infection. She thought she had a yeast infection. Turns out she has chlamydia now, and she had unprotected sex with a guy. Miranda, Sex in the City, season two. Exactly. Yes, I love you. <laughs> She's like, uh, I'll tell you what it gives you. Apparently, uh, gives you chlamydia. Anyway, so whatever. Um, so what would you do if you were in a situation where you found out you had Miranda, STD? lesbian in real life, though, right? Lesbian in real life, but don't change the subject. Don't you dare change the subject. <laughs> okay. All right. What would you so, do? Because I, I'm a girl. Yeah. You're There's a so human being with chlamydia. Okay. Um, and they're you, trying to figure you. out. They're trying to figure out how to how to break it to the guy. Yeah, because she got it from somewhere else, and then she had unprotected sex with this new person that she likes, and she probably gave it to him, and she doesn't know what to do. She has to tell him, but she's like, it's humiliating. So she, you know. And I actually she had it before last week. She had it she she had it before like she had it before they started uh doing it. Yeah, no, but she didn't realize it. She she had symptoms that she thought it was a yeast infection and then after she went to the doctor after she'd already been having some unprotected oh sex God. with a new guy, she thought so so now she's in a weird predicament. So here's I have a, a take on it, but what would you do if you and by the way, don't you clear up chlamydia with a with like antibiotics, that's not, it's not like it's different from herpes because it's like herpes, you're stuck with that for life. Chlamydia is embarrassing. I don't know what chlamydia is. I feel like I exactly. could Google it and then see images of it, um, but I don't know why I would do that. But I mean, I guess if I was just trying to, um, I guess you know, you could go one of two ways. Where it's like she could, um, you know, she she she. I mean, really, what she should do is call him. You know, yeah. and say, like, look, this is what happened. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry, you know. But yeah, she could go in a different direction with it. Like, you know, like when people, like, fly the planes over and with, like, the message on it or something like that. <laughs> or, like, if he's, like, at a Dodgers game or something, you know, and, like, and... You could put it on the screen or something. Like, I don't know, just, like, soften it a little bit with some theatrics. 
could be a way also to go where you just like, you know, if she really went all out and made it into kind of like a fun um, thing, I think it would would sting a little bit, but he would be like, oh, she really cares about me, you know, she like got that sign writing plane to like write like, you know, Steve and I have chlamydia or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's like uh, that's an, that's a cool gesture at the same time to invest a little bit in in um, <laughs> telling the guy. Here's what I would do. I'm, I'm going to try a different a few different ways. There's there's um okay. Let's say you're my boyfriend. You're the guy I'm dating. A girl can dream. Just kidding. Okay, so you're the guy I'm dating, and I have to tell you. Oh, I don't even want to say this because there's somebody to listen to like a snippet of tonight's broadcast and be like, did Lexi just say she has chlamydia? But whatever, it's, we're all human. But this is role playing. We're doing role playing. Okay, so action. Um, Luke, hello. Hello. Um, so I'm out of the country right now, and I uh, I have something to tell you. <laughs> what? What? What is it? Okay. Okay, super crazy, I know, but I mean, we we get along so you know how we have so much fun together. You know how like we had sex all the time, and it was really super fun. And like you, were, I was like, let's use a condom, let's use a condom, and you were like, no, I don't want to use a condom. And I was like, okay, just do it because I really care about you and we're having fun. And I trust you. Like that, all that time was so fun. Um, turns out, I don't know how this happened. Maybe I sat on a weird toilet seat or something. Not that I do anything gross because I don't. That's not. I'm just. I don't know. I was in the ladies' room at Target or whatever. Uh, I went to my doctor. And they said that I have this weird thing that's totally curable called chlamydia, which is what I think they used to refer to as the clap from the 1950s. Um, isn't that weird? I have that. so weird. I'm not gross. The world is. And I bought pills for myself, so now I don't have it anymore. And I'm going to ship some pills to you that I bought for you to take it. So just in case you have it, you can just fight it off. It's just like no big deal. And, um, God, isn't that weird? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I really like you so much. Are we... Are we okay? Like, can we still go out and date, or what? What do you think? That's so weird. Still like you so much. Thank you for telling me in that way. I appreciate you even more. You do? That's what I. I feel like that would be my response, probably. Um. Do you go? Will At you, the will end you go of all doctor? of that. Will you go to your doctor and get checked out, and then if you don't have it, then we're all good. But if you have it, like the FedEx will get to your house tomorrow with all the antibiotics and stuff. And like, we'll just have protected sex and I'll like give you tons of blowjobs and like, yes, you can finally have anal sex because I deserve it. Um, and like, we're okay. I mean, in reality, I would break up with you. You know what I mean? Like probably <laughs> that's what I would do. I would be like, what the fuck? Because I would be so disturbed by the information and also just the whole like vibe of the whole thing that I would probably just, like, trail off and kind of, like, stop communicating and do kind of, like, the, the slow motion kind of break up. I'm just telling you what I would do. You know what I mean? Unless we were, like, really, really close. You know what I mean? But if we had, you know, if it was just kind of a new thing, I would probably just break up with you. Because, I mean, like, you'd tell anyone. You'd be like, oh, why'd you guys break up? You'd go into that story, and she called me uh. from a different company and stuff like that and everyone would be like oh okay that makes sense like you made the right choice man like let's you know talk about something else oh 
That's tough. That's horrible. This is just real stuff that happens in the world. It's so fucking tough. Like that's the thing. That's why. That's why my advice to the girl would be: don't tell the guy. Don't tell the guy. Get rid of your chlamydia with uh, with antibiotics, and then um, say, hey, you know what? Him. Get... What'd you say? Accuse. You turn it around and you accuse the guy, and then he yeah. tested. He has it, and you just freak out on him, saying, "What were you? Why were you doing this?" What were you doing behind my back? That That's is a different ra- road you could take. That would be a power move, I think. I would do that. If you did I would that. do that because because then because then yeah, you got to protect the relationship. If the goal, the main goal is to protect the relationship, you got to do what you got to do, and that means and yeah. That, that's the power move. So don't listen to what fucking don't do what I originally did with honesty, okay? Just get rid of your fucking chlamydia and uh just do the wrong do the wrong thing. Don't do the wrong thing. Well, here it's a sticky situation. She got a fucking STD because nobody has seen to have protected sex. It's like Russian roulette, and, like, these things fucking happen. It's, like, scary. I am so – I'm knock on wood. I have yet to get herpes, and I am so thankful for that. But it's just, you know, it's, it's only a matter of time. That's why i got to stay in my – got to stay in my relationship because that's, that's reason enough to stay in a relationship if, if you've not contracted herpes yet because uh, – So romantic, too. It I is. Mean, just it's like, you know. Why yeah. stop there? Just get married. You know what I mean? Like, That's what you're supposed to what do. What a beautiful thing. Exactly. <laughs> this is um, great. Oh, Jesus. All right. All right. It's 1036. How are you feeling? Did, did you make it through? Are you okay? I feel good. Yeah, I feel great, I think. Um, I don't know, but I feel okay about everything. I feel like, you know... Hey, it's just it's just the world. It's just things that happen. We're only here for so long. Why not talk on the phone? Why not just talk on the phone? This show, for this show, for this show specifically. Um, all right, specifically. Uh, so when can people? Okay, everybody can go buy your album, Soft, on iTunes or igetsoft.com. No, wait. Why did you call it that? Why? Why? Why was the website called that? Yeah. I get soft. You know because it just seemed funny. The record it is was funny. called soft. And then I was like, you get it? You get the record? I get soft.com. And then it's kind of double entendre. It's kind of like sexually provoking in a way that mm-hmm. is not typical. It's not like sensationalizing some sort of like sexual imagery. It's just kind of saying something negative and like unfortunate. In a in a website address, and then it also was actually what you were doing. So it was like a joke, I guess. I I get it. I get it. I like it. I like what you do. I like I like what you do to that. Um, any any last words of wisdom? Anything you wanted to talk about or say? Uh, when when can people see you next? It's not for a while. Not till the fall. Yeah, like if you're on the west coast, it'll be in the fall, but probably like the end of the fall because it'll be a new a new record coming out. But, like, you know, uh, in probably in New York or Philly or, or, or Washington, D.C. or places like that, in in the next couple of months, I don't have a specific thing, but, but go to the website. I get stuff. Go to the goddamn website. Thank you for helping save lives left and right here on Boy Crazy Radio. And uh, and uh, we're so glad you, you visited Luke. It's, it's Luke Rathborn. Did I say it right? I just want to make sure I go out, you know. I don't want to conversate incorrectly. 
<laughs> you got it. That was right. Okay, cool. We did it, you guys. You guys, oh, my God. Okay, I'm saying goodbye to you, Luke. Thank you for being on Boy Crazy Radio. I'm going to wrap up the show. Uh, tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm going to have some other some uh, other yet-to-be-determined guests next week, I think. Nobody is exciting and special as Luke, though, I'm sure. Isn't he a dreamboat? He's like the little brother I never knew I needed or wanted. Um, and now I've experienced it, and I can go back to being an only child. You guys, um, but he was Okay, anyway, thanks for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Tune in uh, next Wednesday, blah, blah, blah. I already said that. Follow me on Twitter at I'mBoyCrazy, on Instagram at I'mBoyCrazy. And you can follow Luke on Instagram and Twitter at LukeRathborn. You're welcome. Uh, You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. And, uh, yeah, you can always email me your thoughts, questions, concerns, problems, whatever. I'll read them uh, during the live show. Email me at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. Subject, big sis. That's important. Keep the big sis in there. Or else I won't, uh, I won't read your fucking thing. All right. I'm going to play us out with another Luke song, Luke Rathborn song from his new album, Soft. It's called Wanna Be You. And you know what? I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you.
big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gig for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gig for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gig for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee, credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans or offer 1716 through 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.